Hey guys, welcome to another episode of I'm No Expert, a craft beer podcast. I'm Chris Laudenslager, and each week I sit down with a friend or a couple friends, and we have a couple beers or three. This week, uh, Joey's here. Hi, Joey. Hi, Chris. Thanks for joining me again on the show. This oh, is like no your problem. fourth time on the show, I feel like. I, I mean, I'm, an, I'm a regular at this point. Yeah. Like, but now you're back in the studio after two long weeks of being out in the world. Out in the world, <laughs> decided to come back home and <laughs> have a good. Uh, we got some feedback from uh, our past two episodes. If you haven't heard our episode where we went to Beer Brewery, we went to Beer Brewery last week, which was really fun, and we went to Nine Irish Brothers before that to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Yep. Um, we're still working on our field recording. That's that's something we'll have to work on when we get more Patreon backers. Right. Uh, Patreon.com slash show. You're a patron. I am a patron. Uh, which is great. Really helps support the show every single week. Uh, but you don't have to give anything. Uh, you can always just subscribe to the show. That always helps by going to iTunes or noexpertshow.com. And uh, we're kind of back to basics. It's just you and me. Yeah. And uh, a few people over on Periscope. We're trying a new thing today. We're doing a video stream of our podcast on Periscope. We have like five people in the room right now. Yeah, five or six. Right. uh, Now I'm have to subscribe to the show. Get drinking. One of them said. Yeah. Let's. Oh. Oh. oh, oh my God. So why don't we? Um. So the theme this week is what's in a name. So Mm. I picked three different beers based on solely on their name, kind of. Okay. Um. I'm drinking an import. Is that okay? That's completely fine. I'm going to be like responding to people <laughs> in Meerkat or in uh, Periscope. In Periscope. Wrong app. <laughs> Shit. Uh, we're over there, but nothing is going to make sense on the recording when this yeah. goes out. Um, so we're actually trying something from Evil Twin. Um, so Which is domestic? Kind of. So Evil, oh, yeah. That's Evil, right, yeah. Evil Twin's weird. The guy actually lives in sweden or holland or someplace in europe i don't remember um and it is he's a just a gypsy brewer which means that he goes and goes to different breweries and says here's all the ingredients that i need here's the here's the brewing process make it for me right yeah. so then he doesn't have to have the overhead of buying any kind of brewing equipment or maintaining um he just comes up with the recipes and says comes right. to america and says hey make this right so it's brewed in the states but the idea is european kind of yeah his, his ideas are really really unique it's really kind yeah. of odd um the, apparently on on periscope this is backwards i don't know how to change that um <laughs> it's, it's backwards lettering if just use your imaginations uh it, there'll be links in the post when this goes up this is a an american double imperial ipa 13 percent abv by the no way no way very high octane What's the IBU on it? Um, I don't have a rating. Sorry. Okay. So let's try. Damn it. Mm. Mm, that smell is very pungent. Yeah, it's very, very hoppy. Question uh, just came in over on Periscope. How does he talk people into doing it for him? That's an interesting... I'm not really 100% sure. I feel like he... He must be some sort of brewer that is well-established and I don't know. That, that's just he, a wild I mean, guess. Evil, Evil Twin now is very real, well established. Um, okay. I know that essentially the only risk for the the actual brewer itself mm-hmm. is they just don't get sold. They don't. Well, yeah, they don't get sold, but they get a cut of all the beer sold. Mm-hmm. They don't have to buy any of the raw ingredients. So oh, if okay. he goes to, I don't know. It, it, so this guy buys the ingredients too. 
Right. Yeah. Because oh, I mean, okay. why would you? Why if you were a, a brewery, why would you front? Yeah, that's everything true. just for the idea for this one guy. Yeah, I feel you on that. Where it would make more sense to be like, I wonder if this it says usually it says okay, so this is brewed by. Um, Twelve percent out of Brooklyn. So this is um, so that's the actual like distribution. Okay. So it, at nice. some point you just yeah, it's like you go buy all of your brewing raw materials. You go and just use their equipment. Mm-hmm. You bottle it up from using their equipment, and then when you sell it, you get a percentage, and then they get a percentage. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's kind of a cool idea. It makes it so he can kind of create some really weird brews yeah um these really weird like concoctions that right. he can just sell to people and people will buy them right. i mean especially for evil twin like that's super established you know so it's it's hoppy it's, it's very, very hoppy. hoppy oh my god but goodness. it's like it's at the level of hoppy that is almost sweet to me mm, it's got a really sweet character that hmm. i really wouldn't have thought of before what do you think? What I mean, you're... I can kind of see where you're getting the um, the sweet from. Mm-hmm. It's very like a like a raw sweet. Yeah, not like it's a, not like a sugary seat, sweet. It's like a really raw sweet. Um, I fun fact about me: I sneeze every time I have an IPA for some reason. So we'll see. And this is like a super IPA. This is like a super IPA. So maybe not while we're recording, but some <laughs> at some point, <laughs> at some you're point, just I might sneeze. just. But um, but that's how I know I'm having a great IPA is when it's when you sneeze. Is when I sneeze. So um, somebody I'm really just, excited. Somebody just asked on Periscope: Are these his uh, recipes, or can some they can be technically reproduced? I believe that they are. I don't think they're like publicly available, and I think he makes a deal with each of the brewers that they aren't going to reproduce this independently from him being involved. Yeah. So if Whoever actually physically brewed Molotov cocktail with him, yeah, they're not going to go and brew this recipe in another, another like, in another brewery. name or yeah. like or like change the name or do something like that. Okay, so, um, yeah, that's that's it's it's a really great beer. I like it a this lot. This is really this is really delicious. I was expecting something pretty intense. Based on based on the smell, I thought right. it would just like really just punch me in the face. Right. <laughs> it was just how hoppy it was, but I was pleasantly surprised at it and like how it worked out. So the hop level for this reminds me of resin by Six Points. Okay, if you've had them before, I might have. Um, that's another really really hoppy IPA, and mm-hmm. it's also another really high ABV IBA, or IPA. Okay, so it's over, it's around ten percent as well, and I think that. Most people are like, oh, ABV, you're going to get, you know, totally drunk faster. Yes, granted. But yeah. for me, when I'm drinking it, alcohol percentage does one of two things. It can totally change the mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. And it kind of lifts the whole beer for me, flavor yeah. profile-wise. It just, I feel like it kind of makes it a little bit more bitter. Because, like, you can tell that, because that's why I was wearing the IB, IBUs on it. Because normally you get a really high ABV alcohol or a beer, you're going to get a kind of a, a higher ABV, maybe like in the 70s or 80s or something like that, I right. would say. Yeah. So. Or I mean, IBU. 
IBU, sorry. IBU, wrong acronym or something. <laughs> wrong acronym, but yeah, IBU. Uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of how I view it. And, you know, sometimes it's not exactly like that, but it's it's good. I like it a lot. Yeah, this is really, really, really tasty. And where's the grant? 10 out of 10 would buy again. 10 out of 10 would buy again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Any other thoughts on uh, Molotov cocktail? Mmm, hoppy. Very hoppy. <laughs> Joey's final thoughts. Mmm, hoppy. Mmm, mm, hoppy. I enjoyed this beer. I enjoyed this beer a lot as well. All right. Um, okay, so we're going to take a quick break and grab our second beer, and we will be right back. We're excited for the next one. It's very, we're very we're, excited. We're very lots excited. Of, lots of talk with this one. Ooh. Ooh, we're excited. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. We both be right. So we're back. Hi, Joey. That was fun. Good. Hey. We're still uh, on Periscope. We're still on Periscope. Now we're at zero because we left. <laughs> we did have a we did have a 22 people watching us at the beginning of the show. No and then, way. Yeah, that's what I told you. 22 people were I watching you meant, us. meant like combined. Those total viewers was wow. 22 at some point. So and we're trying out just... Periscope. If you don't know, Periscope is basically like uh, live video streaming. Yeah. Which is my like ultimate dream for the show at some point is to do like first, a live video. The first time we've done any type of video on this show, I'm pretty proud. I've got to be here for it. I just like give. I should like put this up on YouTube and like send it to all the patrons. Yeah, just to see like <laughs> this what, is, this what is what's happening. This is real. Um, all the behind the scenes. Stuff. We're not robots. <laughs> Breaking news: We're not robots. Breaking news Apparently. on I'm no expert. Um, so. We're this week's theme. I totally just blanked on what I was going to say. This week's theme is um, what's in a name. So I picked three beers that are specifically that I found the names really, really intriguing. Um, we had Molotov cocktail start, to start out with from Evil Twin Brewing, and the next one we have. Joey, do you want to do you want to introduce the next one because you're as excited about this as I am because I'm this is very so excited about this beer. So. The next beer we have is from Oma Gang Brewery in Cooperstown, New York, mm-hmm. home of the Baseball Hall of Fame. I did not know that. True. Oh. Yep. Um, it's like a famous. But that's not why I'm excited about this beer, Chris. No. Why I'm excited about this beer, it is a Game of Thrones-themed beer. I know. Claps for that. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We're Yay! all excited. It is called the Three-Eyed Raven. Mm, okay that's a, that's a reference yes that if is a reference your, yes you know your game of thrones you know what that three-eyed raven is yes made i tried this and i couldn't walk again is that what it said no i i just made oh okay i was like wow that's a kind of really interesting um i've got the stats for it it's uh it's a saison slash farmhouse ale at 7.2 percent abv it's not bad better than our last one <laughs> A little bit more reasonable. Yeah, than, <laughs> a little bit more. Than uh, the the Molotov cocktail. 
I'm understanding why this is called Molotov Cocktail now. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's coming back. Okay, now it's coming. Because it's yeah. it's so intense. Yeah, it's exactly. Like a fire explosion. Um, anything on the on the bottle that's intriguing? It's got HBO's logo on there, of course. It has HBO. It's a. It is a Game of Thrones. So obviously HBO owns this beer. Like um, I mean, maybe the Am- name of the beer. The but- name, but Amagon Amagang whatever makes it. But in terms of you know selling it and. Basically, HBO is getting a lot of the money that's going into this. Probably. <laughs> Let's be real. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> and it has the um, it has the tree that they went into at the end of this last season. Oh, doesn't? Look yeah, it's a, the... on the in the front. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, in oh, the, uh, right. Yes, yes. Okay. And they met the sorcerer guy, whatever. Okay. I'm going to read the blurb on the side because okay. I kind of love these. These are kind of like my favorite part of... It's like the the small brewers like either are really good at this or really bad at the little blurb <laughs> on the side. Um, okay, so from the darkness, I watch you, all of you, all of your lives with a thousand eyes and one abiding in the shadows of this dark saison lie, begoling and entrancing aromas and flavors, gritted by the crisp, lasting herbal hop notes and a yeasty, spicy finish. That was actually pretty good. That was it, it that was... started off pretty creepy, but then it ended pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what? All right, let's try this. I just want to drink beer, so much darker than it's a lot darker. It's... I mean, I would consider this like I'm I'm well, surprised that it is classified a, as a Saison slash farmhouse. There's a bit of color when you pull it in the light. It's pretty dark, though. Yeah. I mean, it's not, like, stout dark, but you still kind of get like a, some, like, see-through. Yeah, like a dark purple type. I yeah. Mean, cheers, I guess man. we could cheers it. There we go. We didn't cheers the last one because we were too, like, transfixed. We were totally excited about Periscope. It was like, people are watching <laughs> people us. People are watching oh us. Oh, my God. God. What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Where do I put my hands? <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Wait, should I put them just here on my face? Like, right here? Uh, hey. Hey. I don't really smell much from it. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, as we sit on this a little bit, I was doing some research uh, during the break on this particular one, and apparently uh, it is quoted to be on sale next month for the premiere, which is what day? April 12th. April 12th of Game of Thrones. Yes. So, apparently, exclusive exclusive uh, no expert show totally got this uh way before anybody else apparently i don't know how i found it i found it and i'm looking at beer advocate right now and there's three ratings yeah so i'm about to go on there and log in be the fourth be the fourth rating be like yes <laughs> i can't say first but i can say you're the fourth in yeah. the fourth rating of this particular beer what do you think i don't i don't know i think it's about because like so here's the thing about media sponsored like anything mm, you shouldn't okay. expect anything like good okay or you wouldn't expect it like the quality of what we had with the molotov cocktail from evil twin okay it was good but i don't know i think it's kind of in line with good not what great you would, it's, it's good not great i okay. was expecting a lot more from it Yeah, I'm kind of confused by the whole mm-hmm. saison farmhouse. It is a, I think it is definitely a dark saison, 
mm-hmm. if I would have to classify it as anything. Yeah. It's for me it's very interesting though. Yeah. It's it, much like smoother and a little bit too I can tell that there's a lot going on, but it's so squished together. Yeah. That you can't tell what's going on. That's I I agree totally. I mean, I'm just like trying it. I'm like what is going on <laughs> what is like this? okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna the flavor that i initially tasted mm-hmm. was uh, a bacon smokiness mm, okay somehow um hmm. i don't know i don't know what that is like there really isn't much smell to it i'm gonna kind of swirl mine a little bit yeah. kind of kind of get those uh those bubbles bubbles bubbling. bubbles bubbles the bubbles yeah, there's not too much. I mean, I get a little, a tiny bit of like, of like roasted maltiness out of the nose, but mm-hmm. not, not too much else. There's it sort a- of feels like there wasn't much TLC put into this beer. You feel like that? I feel like that. Okay. I feel like it was kind of rushed. Maybe it was a little bit too rushed, but I'm gonna disagree. But, um. Continue your point. I'm gonna... No, but like I was like I was saying, it's just like it's it's sponsored, and I don't know, just something about sponsored stuff that makes me think that it wasn't really thought, really put someone didn't really put the thought into it. Okay, and maybe a little bit more research done. Yeah, and kind of just they didn't really go the extra mile with this one. It seems like okay, because there's not much flavor to it, you know. Okay, I'm going to completely disagree. Okay. Um, reason being is that they are probably this is this is probably decided this time last year. If that when they finally like decided or maybe even earlier when HBO probably approached them and was like, "Okay, we want to do a Game of Thrones beer. It'll be a special edition, blah blah yeah. blah." Just for volume, just for development, just for like brewing process. Mm-hmm. I feel like this has been a long time coming. Essentially, okay. they're not going to do this in January and expect it to be out by April. That's not. Yeah, happening. that's true. Like, okay. not with fermentation time, not with. But something had to. Not with gra- not with this. Cal- I mean, this is a this is a bigger brewery and they do a lot of really great stuff. And they're they're widely, at least where we are in Indiana, they are very widely distributed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with all of this, you know, Game of Thrones monarchy up here. And this, this label was probably very highly tested because you know the marketing (laughs) the marketing machine behind hbo probably went back and forth with them and said we like this label we don't like this label we're gonna either make it for you or it went through rounds and rounds of user testing right (laughs) and then and then you have to say oh i've got to print this label and i've got a the bottles is their traditional bottle this is the bottle they mostly use Mm -hmm. um with the cork top and you know the whole little blurb on the side so i think it is pretty interesting for what they say it is and just the color it i want to dissect it more i want to kind of like spend some time maybe drinking a little bit more of this because mm-hmm. i think as maybe as i as it warms up mm-hmm. it's gonna get more interesting i know there's there's something there i think for a lot of people they're gonna try this and be like eh, it's okay i don't really get it because it looks like it's supposed to be really dark, like a porter stout. It's, it's not. It looks like it's supposed to have something a, a noticeable flavor when you taste it, like right from right off the bat. You're supposed to like. I'm supposed to be like 
cherries or i'm supposed to be like roasted exactly coffees, or i'm supposed to be like i mean that is the misperception of 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 darker beers in general is that when you look at them you're like oh this is going to be like coffee or it's going to be like a stone fruit or it's going to be some kind of like roasted exactly maltiness happening mm-hmm. with this one it's not really any of those things you I have mean, to I, like kind of like search for it i, I mean, picked out for me, I picked out that kind of like smoky, bacony sort of idea. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's not as smoky as a smoked as a quote unquote a beer that has been smoked or yeah. whatever. I mean, but it's a little malty. I I it's it's weird. I really like this one. Yeah, really. I don't know why. Interesting. Hmm. It's maybe too. It's probably because it's just so crazy and doesn't make any sense in your brain. <laughs> that's, yeah, that that's it exactly is just why I like it. Interesting. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know, but because it's, so many people, cool. so many people try to break down mm-hmm. and we do it on the show. We break down, okay, what flavor are you, fla- are you tasting? Is it bitter? Is it sour? Is it sweet? Is it like hoppy? Whatever. Mm-hmm. This one I think really just kind of is very dense. Mm hmm. And maybe if I had a better palate, I could probably pick out those flavors. But like I say time and time again, if a beer is this dense, they probably don't want you to pick out every single nuanced flavor. They mm-hmm. just want you to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, okay. Yeah. I, I get what you're coming from because they just packed so much into it that I can't even – I don't even know what what's going on like when I drink it. And I mean it's – it's kind of good. I mean, I like it, but if I had my choice, I think I'd take the Molotov over it for now. Do you think before the third beer, though? Right, the third <laughs> beer is 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 going to be just wow, going to be crazy um, town. <laughs> do you think that the? Because I mean, when I went and got all of these, it was because of the name, and I saw Game yeah. of Thrones, and I saw yeah, Three Eyed Raven. Yes. I was like, Done. yes. I didn't really pay attention to styling or. Brewery I would do or the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> So you're are you disappointed by are you disappointed by the the link with Game of Thrones? Yes, I am. You Unfortunately, were something... I am. I was I would expect something that would I don't know cuz they drink wine a lot in the show. Right. But I wouldn't expect them to be making something that is wine. I would I don't know. It's just it's something weird about it that doesn't make that doesn't like sit well with me. Does it? Is it because it doesn't really sit well with the theme of the show and like yeah. that kind of the, the fantasy? Yes. Setting. Yeah. Like this doesn't really make sense for like a fantasy. You think of like a but for me personally, I think fantasy. If it is beer, mm-hmm. it's like meat. Yeah. It's exactly. very yes. spicy. It's very dark. It's very intense. Mm-hmm. Or it's a wine. What if this was a barley wine? taste aside yeah would that have been a better choice for style you think um then i would a, say that that or a mead i think would because that's you know one thing that they're always drinking like i said so i something i wouldn't say whiny but like something that is kind of fruitful for like kind of a little bit fruity but still kind of gritty yeah because that's how I would feel like rustic. Yeah, like that would like show like what the show is. Yeah, you know that would 
you know, it's it's hard to put a show into a beer or to, into a liquid, but <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, you can't really no like no one no one's going to agree on it a hundred percent, but. You know, and, and at least for me, I think that this probably a saison, a dark saison, probably wasn't the best they could. It is called the Three Eyed Raven, so I understand why it's so dark. But yeah, I, there's I, they could have done a little bit better with. It. I still enjoy, I still enjoy it. Like it's pretty all right, but I they could have done more with it. I think. Yeah, and we don't know the story behind this entire yeah, beer. And, I feel like it could have been. One of two ways they could have, HBO mm-hmm. probably could have approached them and they could have rushed the development of a beer, or yeah, they exactly. could have taken a beer that they already had in development and said, "We'll tweak it a little bit and then call it Three Red Raven and be like, whatever." Because <laughs> I mean, when HBO comes to you and says, "Hey, we want to make a sponsored beer," you're like, mm, "Yes, please." Yeah, give us that money. Hello, one person on Periscope. Hello. How's it going? Hello. Um. So, yeah. Final. I guess those are your final thoughts. I really enjoyed. This particular beer, mm-hmm. um, I kind of uh, the the whole idea of a sponsored Game of Thrones beer was weird to me. Yeah, I mean you don't sponsored s- a lot of things don't really sponsored, end up very well. No, sponsored food products in general are mm-hmm. always complete crap. Yeah, whether it's like a sponsored soda or a sponsored snack, yeah, it's, it's it's generic, just, but it just has the name on it, so it's they know it's going to sell. Yeah. Um, that get, being said, I would love to see more shows sponsoring beers. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, I mean, especially like smaller, a smaller craft beer like this. Yeah, and they, they, you know, they go to craft beer companies and say, "Hey, let's, you know, work together on a beer. We'll take a cut, whatever, but we, you will have our name on a beer that's yours." So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad Game of Thrones did one like this, but I feel like hopefully, if they do another one, I think that they could do it a little better. I think. Okay, cool. All right, we're going to take our second break, um, our final break of the show, get our third and final beer, and we will be right Joey. Hi, Chris. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Uh, I'm No Expert is the podcast. Of course, go to noexpertshow.com if you want to subscribe to the show every single week. Joey, we are talking, um, what's in a name? What is in a name? So we took uh, three different beers this week, and I picked them solely on the name themselves. We had Maltov Cocktail from Evil Twin. Three-Eyed Raven, which is our special edition Game of Thrones early access from Obagon um, out of New York Brewery. Um, and our third and final beer is from the Lips of Faith series from New Belgium. And I love this series because Lips of Faith is basically New Belgium saying, let's just make something and see what happens. Um, it's very – it's usually only beered once or twice and you really can't find it later on. Um, I'm going to show this to our Periscope viewers. Hi. I know it's backwards. I'm sorry. Uh, Coca Mole. So I'm excited for this beer. I'm very excited. We smelled this during the break. It smells like Mexican chocolate. It's so classified good. as a chili beer at a 9.00 ABV. I'm worried. Version. I'm worried that it's classified as a chili beer and then it's going to turn into spicy chocolate. And I feel like that. 
I mean, it is a porter, right? Is this, yeah. This is a technically a porter um, itself. Mm-hmm. So we will see. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed if this is actually a a, a decent. Uh, all right. So let's cheers across. Cheers. I'm uh, sorry, people on Periscope. We can't see Joey because my iPad's just camera is not, uh, not wide enough, enough yeah. to show the entire <laughs> studio. Uh, where's where is it from? It's uh, from New Belgium. Uh, New Belgium brewery. lips of fa- New Belgium uh, brewery, aka the guys who do Fat Tire. Um, this is their Lips of Faith series. So it's going to be a little bit harder to find. You're going to be looking for the little seal that says Lips of Faith right on there, which is really, really great. All right. You want to try? Let's do it. Mm. It just smells like Mexican chocolate. I know. It smells it does. like that I could spicy just smell this hot chocolate night. that is Mexican chocolate. <laughs> and it doesn't disappoint. Oh, oh man. That's good. That It tastes exactly how it smells. It's great. Wow. That's really good. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. That is that is amazing. I'm glad you got that. That's good. That is really good. It's it's a uh, it's not super heavy, which I thought Mm-mm. it was going to be. It's not like a chocolate, a double chocolate stout or something like that. Yeah, but I I think it being a porter really helps with that. Like if it was a stout, you would un, you would like kind of go into it thinking that this is going to be like really heavy, but this isn't. Fripping a cocoa mole. I mean, it's not. It's not spicy, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But there's like a spice there. Do you get that, or is it's, I'm like crazy a bit of, town? No, there's a bit of a spice there, but it's not overbearing, and it's more cocoa than it is spice, which yeah. is good. That's but it's really it's good. cocoa as in like chocolate. Well, it's it's cacao. Yeah, it's not so much of a like chocolate bar it yeah, is like yeah, it yeah. is like dark chocolate even beyond that it's not super sweet at all yep. i don't think it's even for me it's not sweet at all no but it's just like that taste like you know it's cacao like you, it's you, cocoa you... <laughs> i'm in love with the cocoa We're in love with the cocoa oh my god <laughs> um if that's not the lead into this segment then i don't know what failed. is at this point i failed at doing anything in production whatsoever this is yeah this is really good it's super light. It's so it's got good. that cacao flavor. It's got this like weird spiciness flavor happening with it. Mm-hmm. But it's I don't know. There's like another. There's like another element. I think it's a, that chili that I'm not tasting fully. Yeah, but, but that's, like, I think that's the point. Like yeah. they don't want you to fully taste it because that would just kind of ruin it. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, the mouthfeel is pretty amazing too. I don't yeah. know, I don't understand <laughs> really how that's happening. How but it is that? it is like magic for this one. For, for this particular one. But but see that's the thing though. I wouldn't I want to drink this alone. I oh, absolutely. Like nothing not not like alone by myself. Like <laughs> only I mean, that too, but I mean <laughs> as in like I don't want to have any food with it. M- maybe a dessert. But I don't want like a dinner with this. That this would be just by itself is yeah. amazing. I mean, it's not so heavy. I, I, here's what I would love to have this with. This would be like super good with Mexican food. For really? Me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like tacos or like enchiladas or something or something that's really really spicy. Yeah. Because this had. This could kind of counterbalance that spiciness 
with not being really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. Or not, and, and it's muted enough that it wouldn't be so, so hoppy, right? I would never want to okay. have, like, uh, if we go back to Molotov, Molotov cocktail. cocktail. Yeah. That's one for me that I would love to have by itself. Yeah. Because it's so intense. It's very intense, yeah. <laughs> this one has just enough kind of, like, kick and kind of interest to kind of counterbalance something that's, like, maybe really, really spicy or, like... Interesting. Okay. And and I, when I say, like, Mexican food, I say, like, American Mexican food. Yeah, like, like Tex-Mex or something. Right. Like, Tex-Mex style, I think, would counterbalance with this particular beer really, really well. Because it's not so... Because you think it's either you're you're drinking maybe a cocktail, mm-hmm. which you're not really drinking for. It's you're sipping, <laughs> you're drinking water, you're drinking like a soda or something when you're drinking Tex Mex. Like at a, yeah. re- I'm thinking like restaurant. Okay, yeah. like if I would yeah. see this at a restaurant, I'd be like, oh yeah, totally. I'm gonna totally drink this with something that I'm okay eating at. Yeah, Don Pablo's. Don Pablo's. <laughs> Yes. Sure. That's that's a Mexican yes. restaurant that a lot of people know. Yes. Um, El Rodeo. Yes. Get something at El Rodeo and something that's like – because I like – for me, I like to get something a little bit spicier at Mexican restaurants in general. I kind of like that. That's you fair. Know, yeah. Emerald Lagasse, kick it up a notch, bam. Oh, my God. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that this would work well with something like that. Okay. Okay. Um I would disagree to a point. Okay. Um, if I were at a Mexican restaurant, I would, I would consider getting this with flan. Ooh, as like a dessert beer. Yes, okay. that's how I kind of see this beer. I don't really see it as something I would pair with an entree. I would pair it with like a dessert. It's not, but not a, like a chocolate dessert, but like something like flan or, you know, maybe ice cream or something like that. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So. Like you have like that, you have kind of like that, you know, caramel or like vanilla flavor, but you add it with this kind of like chocolatey, not really chocolate, but you know, kind of cacao, cacao, but it also has the spice to it. Right. So I I feel like that would be, I think it would be pretty good, you know, um, but in terms of like, I, just by itself, I think is, is enough for me. I don't, I'm not sure I don't really want it with any type of entree. Yeah. So. I mean, for me, I'm not going to say that it's not really good by itself. It is really mm-hmm. great as as a standalone. I think it, it just also really works well with something else. I think it's it's okay. it's yeah. intense and interesting enough for me that I'm like, okay, I would want something else to kind of counteract this. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because now I'm so hungry at this point in recording the show. Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> I'm super <laughs> very hungry. Um, we're, we, we broke the fourth wall there. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the first two, if I have to go back and think about Molotov cocktail and the three eyed Raven, yep. Molotov cocktail is like that perfect sort of like crazy IPA that yeah. it just blows your palate at any point. It yeah. is just like a, it, it, a destroyer of worlds on yes. your tongue. Yes. The three eyed Raven for me, was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, mm. uh, not so much. Maybe if I didn't have <laughs> the Molotov cocktail, that 
Maybe and and I think the did great... what it does as with as like the name it has just like you know just totally Molotov cocktail my th- my tongue so yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> where the the three eyed raven for me was just very interesting but I would never yeah. have either one of those those are very good for me to like sit and think and like taste those mm-hmm. mm. this is a very shallow beer in in that that you know what it is right when you drink it you like, saying this one yeah okay because like I... you know it's 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 coco mole, so you know you're going to get some chocolate. You know you're going to get a little bit of spiciness. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. And I think that if you think back to how condensed that Three Eye Raven was, which mm-hmm. we read the blurb and it was supposed to be this like crazy adventure of flavors, it's yeah. very it's very compressed. <laughs> yeah, it's very squished together. This one is a little bit more spread out. Yeah, it's you like from right when you taste it to the end, it's it is kind of like it's yeah. So I mean much. we. It was so familiar that we both we smelled it and we tasted it and we were like, "Oh, done, yeah. easy, easy, very, very easy to get right." right I recognize into this. this; it's good. Yeah, and I mean, maybe it's that whole idea of the flavors that I recognize compared to the flavors that I don't recognize. Yeah, maybe there's a different discussion there in what they the the types of flavors that they were using in the Three Eyed Raven weren't necessarily flavors that most people recognize which is why we didn't get that familiarity there yeah, or so where we you just specifically like, did not you you thumbs down it and said I, i'm disappointed in this because i don't understand it as yeah, much we were like i would because i was sitting there i was just like i'm so confused like it is <laughs> i'm I mean, expecting something that would you know kind of blow me away with how many how much stuff is in it and and i think i think with with that one it's hard to pick out anything yeah familiar with it mm-hmm. so at, at most a lot of times people are just put out put off by it because i've yeah. had a, a many beers that are exactly like that where they're very dense they're very complex but they don't have any kind of like flavor or uh, mouthfeel or they're not very traditional in any sense mm-hmm. so people are like oh i don't like that and i'm like i ask them like okay so why don't you like that and I'm like i don't know i just don't like it and granted people have their taste yeah right yeah. People, you have your taste. I have my different taste profile. Whatever. Exactly. Um, but it's you. It's more times than one where it's been. Oh, I don't like it because I don't understand it, or I don't get it, or it's very. There's nothing there. It seems boring to me. Yeah. When really, like you can kind of. It's there's a lot going on. I would. I would be okay with you know sitting down and actually taking time to try to understand it, but you know if we were out somewhere and we were like it's it's not a beer that you know you have to have time for. I'm talking about Three Eyed Raven. It's, yeah, it's not it's it's beer you have to have time. Like you have to have you know a, a unlimited amount of time so you could th- sit there and think like, okay yeah. like and sometimes you you know you don't want that. Sometimes you just want something that is. You just on the surface, you go okay. Yeah, it's I mean, like, it's, like this one, but at some points, like this one, tastes better because you are like, oh, I totally you know understand. It's like it's yeah. like going to a foreign country and trying out like a different 
dish yeah. or a meal that they have there. You don't know they, what it is, but that you're like, oh, I don't really like it. But maybe it's you're kind of like, oh, it's super good, or like, oh, it's super bad. But you don't really understand what flavors are happening. Yeah, so you're just like, <laughs> I don't know if I like this. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're confused on do I like this? Do I not like this? And some people Where don't even I? make it that far. They just look at it and go, yeah, I don't want that. Right. Like, <laughs> or exactly like what they do with Red Raven. They'd look at it and be like, oh, it's too dark. I don't want this. Get that out of my face. Yeah. I mean, this one is pretty dark. I think it's it's comparably dark to... It's a little lighter than Three-Eyed Raven. I can actually see my, my fingers through it if I would look at it. Yeah, but it's... I I like it a lot, but I can see what you're talking about with, you know, familiarity and people saying, you know, I can put a name on this, so that's why I like it. Yeah. I can... I can like, I know what it is. Like, I can put a name on the ingredient or what I smell or what I taste, so... It that's why it's good. Yeah. What is in a name though? What is in a name? Um, <laughs> yeah, that was. There you go. We so, just we just bring it full circle. Bring it full first. I like to do that. I like there to bring it full circle. How many Periscope people did we lose? And uh, how all many, of them. All of. Them. How many did we start off with? Uh, like six. Okay. And they all disappeared. They all just they like looked at my mustache and were like very scared of it because it is kind of. Intense. They're just intimidated. They are, and they should be. <laughs> You should be intimidated. Periscope people, I'm still streaming live and I'm looking right at you. <laughs> Nobody's watching on Periscope live right now. But if you would like more content from the show, like Periscope, uh, follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash show. Go to facebook.com if you still use Facebook. Uh, facebook.com slash show, As well as our website, noexpertshow.com. Uh, all the archive of all the past episodes, season one, season two, I guess we're in season three. I didn't really do a break, Are so we? we're in the new year. 2015 shows. Years for 20... Because okay. I, I, I thought I started season three, right? E- yes. No, because you season... said this is season three now. I don't know. Whatever. I don't, I don't remember. Whatever. Um, that was a long time ago. We were it like really 37, 38 episodes in, wow. which is kind of intense. I'm... It's we bonkers. we need to get together. We should have like a huge like fiftieth episode. Anniversary. Fifty episodes. Like when I like that. We should get just I like, like that milestone. Four four or five people in here and and, just, and see um, one microphone. <laughs> four or five people in here. One microphone streamed on Twitch. Ugh, and Periscope awful. and Periscope simultaneously. It's just going to be live streaming. Um, of course, you can support the stream from or stream. Sorry, podcast. <laughs> I'm thinking stream as in stream over there. Uh, it's, we're, we're jumping the gun there. Yeah. <laughs> jumping the gun. <laughs> too, many, too many things going on in my, in my field of vision right now. Um, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash noexpertshow. You it. can contribute 25 cents. You can contribute a dollar. You can contribute $5. Whatever you uh, would love to contribute to the show, I really appreciate every single week. Um, it really helps in producing the show, buying the beers, bringing the guests on. Um, Joey's here for free. I'm not paying Joey, I mean, which is why he's such a good guest. I because mean, he, he comes, he come because I feed him and I give him really great beer. I mean, my 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 patience is uh, slowly drying up, so I'm gonna have to. Oh gosh, here you go. If you t- want Joey back, <laughs> support us on <laughs> Patreon. Uh, if Start you want, referring to me as the talent. The talent. Ooh, ooh, dear. Um, if you want the talent. <laughs> anyway. You can you can help us uh, help us every single week on Patreon. Funny thing, uh, I looked at my my stats. Mm-hmm. Hello, listener from Sweden. Hello, if you're listening again, 
And hello, four listeners from Ireland. I think they probably got from the uh, from the St. Patrick's Day. Hopefully, we weren't oh, too offensive nice. to Ireland in general. But I hello ho- across the uh, hello Ireland, hello Sweden. Um, hopefully, we weren't too offensive with the uh, Irish accents in the St. Patrick's Day episode. I don't. I didn't we didn't hear do any. I, no. We didn't. We did not go. We did See, not you know, yeah. Far. I don't like it when people do that. So no, that's good. That's very. Offensive. That's really good. Um. <laughs> Here's a question. Yes. Here's the final question. Final question of the night. Because uh, I've been watching a lot of Top Gear, oh. which is sad. Uh, <laughs> do sad you face. do you feel offended when people try to do American accents? People who have like very distinct, let's say like a German person or somebody who's from the UK, if they try to do an American accent, are you offended by that? I'm not at all. I think it's funny because here's the thing. I will tell you this. When I – one time I was in Dubai with, with my mom. And I was hanging out with my friend Faisal, and whenever we met people and they would try to do an American accent, it, like, defaults to, like, the valley. Like, like oh, my God. Like, that's, oh, that's interesting. That's, like, that's okay. their American accent. Like, okay. So I think it's funny because we, like, us, we're from the Midwest, so we have just a, like, very plain American accent. Well, according uh, – Eh, debatable but i mean well but i mean in terms of you know the rest of the country but i just think it's so funny when people do american accents i think it's hilarious like because it's either it's either going to be like from the valley or from the south yeah that's what i that's what i see most of the time it's like it's it's either it's either a a very weird like new york slash brooklyn accent yeah it's somebody who's from like georgia (laughs) like deep in georgia (laughs) or somebody who lives in like los angeles yeah and it's who knows i mean it's probably because of just our media that is exported to all these countries and that's all they see so and you know they probably watch you know kardashians or whatever yuck Mm -hmm. but um gross you know, so like I, I to, so to answer your question, I'm not offended at all. I think it's amazing. I think it's funny as hell. So, question of the week to our international uh, <laughs> listeners from Ireland and for from Sweden. Sweden. Hello, from hi, Sweden. Um, and for and for the U.S. Uh, let us know on Twitter. Let us know on Facebook. Uh, join the convo. Join, hashtag join the conversation. <laughs> do do is a foreign person somebody who doesn't live natively in your country. Trying to do your country's accent offensive or hilarious to you. Joey and I both agree. I, we think that people doing uh, American, American accent, it's just funny. It's just hilarious. It's, and if I don't you know want why. international listeners, if you want to send us your American send accents, us a video please clip. do. Noexpertshow at gmail.com. We will not be offended in the least bit. We'll just probably laugh at it. I'll play them it. on the show. I think it's... it's. We'll be so excited for it's, it. For me, it's so fascinating to feel it, oh, it's to be like, what is your perception of this it's a generic perception of how the country sounds exactly like that's or yeah and um one thing i got was uh texas when i was over there Mm. they're like so when i when i there's a fun game i used to play was try to tell explain to people where indiana is in america right and they go oh so are you are you from new york i'm like no No. so i'm like from indiana where's that well do you know where chicago is no Okay, do you know where New York is? Yeah. So, you know where Los Angeles is? Yeah. So, you know, like, there's, like, a middle part? Yeah. It's, like, somewhere, it's somewhere in, the, in the middle somewhere part. Somewhere in the middle middle part. Like, 
it's it's fun to kind of play that game with uh, people who are not really familiar with America. And you know, it's a big country, so I don't I don't blame them for not knowing, but I just think it's really funny. <laughs> it's like I don't it's somewhere in the middle part. It's like explaining It's like in the middle part. No just, one cares. even in the United States people don't care about it. So it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the the concept of explaining those concepts to people is hilarious. Yeah, like exactly. just like <laughs> geography. It's just like cuz I mean it's the same way. It's like okay, so in England, do you were do you know where London is? Oh yeah, I kind yeah. of know. I, I de- a general idea of where London is, and they'll yeah. say some like other town, or, you know, other. Ci- I don't, I can't even name other cities in in England right now off the top of my head. <laughs> when I literally, was, uh, that's how ignorant I am. I'm just like when I was I was took a t- I shared a taxi with someone after a concert, and they said, "Oh, we're from Middlesbrough." I'm like, "What? Where's what?" <laughs> They're huh? like, "Do you know where London is?" I was like, "Yeah." Do you know where Manchester is? Mm, sort of they go like sort of near Manchester. i was like okay around there. like around. so i've i've been i've been there myself because yeah. you know i'm and that's it's weird it, we need to end the show but i mean that, that's a <laughs> that's a weird concept for me where people are like oh where are you from and and literally if if i was talking to somebody for like not foreign but somebody like outside of the u.s yeah i would say i'm from the united states of america yeah and then and they would go into like they don't care. Let's they, be real. Like, if I was talking to somebody else, I'd be like, oh, where are you from? And if they said Germany, I'm like, cool. That's awesome. You're from Germany. Because in general, I have no concept of where yes. individual... Because culture in Indiana is completely different from culture in Florida, which is different. Exactly. Culture from Montana, it's, which is different from culture in Seattle, which is... I mean... There are three states that people know of abroad. New York. New York. Texas, California. And, and California. Yep. And they're all That's kind it. of... They're, they're spread out. But that that's the only three countries. Everything is, is fog of war to them. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, and that's the same for us. So. Exactly. Exactly. Germany's over there. France is somewhere close to it. And uh, yeah. there's other places like Australia and Japan. And, you know, like, I know where the countries are, but in terms of, like, cities and stuff, unless I've been there, I'm, I'm you don't really, relatively right. clueless. <laughs> unless you're physically there, it really makes no sense to say, oh, what city are you from? Unless it is a major city yeah. that is, like, a capital city. It doesn't matter. But all right. So our Swedish and Ir- Irish listeners Hello Tell us where in Sweden and Ireland you are from right. and we will listen and we will look it up on a show. We will look it up on a map. On a and map and we will on on a show we'll talk about it. We'll learn a little bit more about research. your town, about well, your hometown. I like that. Let's research their their hometowns. Uh, yeah, Let's figure we'll, it out. And if you're listening in the US and you want to do that, send in send in your location. This is the shout out this week. Yeah, yep, we have two things. Yeah, <laughs> two questions. Is is a person outside of your country making an accent that's based in your country hilarious or offensive? Question two: uh, What city are you from? And let us know, and we'll research it and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it on the air, and it'll be fun. It'll be a fun little game while we stream to our Periscope. Periscope people. Periscope people. Zero, zero right, right now. now. <laughs> Great, <laughs> Joey. Thanks for coming on the show this week. Thanks, Chris. I had a lot of fun as always. As always. And uh, thanks so much for you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. See ya.